Hi, welcome to the second episode of our podcast entitled Talking About Our Beautiful Savior. I'm Pastor Alex Groth, and I'm here with my wife. Hi, it's Carrie. Hi, Carrie. We're going to get right into it. Our preschool, the Sunday, sixth grade Sunday school lesson for this week is Isaac and Rebecca. Uh, Abraham had a son named Isaac. We heard the, about that in our last Sunday school lesson two weeks ago. Now he's about 40 years old at this point. He does not have a wife, and so Abraham is looking to, to find a wife for him. So an arranged marriage, which is how the two of us got together, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, my dad sent someone to Saginaw, Michigan to find someone, and you and I met for the yes. first time and got married shortly after. We were very cordial. Yeah, that's true. No, we actually met, met in, in college, but that would have been cool to have an arranged marriage. So, yeah. <laughs> Abraham sends a servant. Uh, sometimes it said Eliezer. It's not specified Genesis 24 who it was. The servant goes to a land uh, that Abraham sends him where he knows there are believers in the true God. He meets up with this woman, Rebecca, at a well. She's kind enough to give him a, a drink of water from the well, which would have been pretty difficult um, work doing that. And he ends up going back to her, her house where her family lives, and they have a meal that night, and he reveals that he has been sent on this mission to find Isaac, a wife, and she and her family are kind of overjoyed that this this is all happening, and she, in great faith, uh, is willing to go back with this servant, back to Abraham and Isaac, and there's this great scene in which Isaac runs out to meet this group coming back and, and meets the woman that would become his wife for the first time. So some, some key thoughts here, we're not going to get into all the details of the, the account this week, but a few things we talked about as we were prepping this part of it, just the concept of waiting. These these people in the Bible wait for so long. Isaac's waiting 40 years for uh, a woman that will become his wife, that will allow him to be part of the promise of the Savior in, in the sense of having a child. We last, uh, two weeks ago, the lesson, Abraham and Sarah waiting for a child. This the the trust that they show, and sometimes they falter. Right? There's the lesson on Abraham and, and Sarah and the different ways that they fell short in their waiting. But, uh, Carrie, what, what do you think about the waiting here that uh, the people have to go through? Uh, I mean, I just think about there's so many times where we just, you know, we're automatically receiving these good things, like all the blessings that are ours every day. Um, but when we have to wait, it really makes us appreciate like we enjoy whatever it is that we were given um you know whether it's like getting healthy again or um you know whatever it is but you just appreciate it so much and your your life is fuller your mm -hmm. heart's fuller yeah you know i think you know talking about our, our wedding our we had to push back our wedding twice because of your health and that was really disappointing and sad at the time but I think we both talked about the blessings we've seen from that that we we ended up talking on the phone a lot more as long distance relationship a lot longer mm -hmm. than we had planned and just getting to know each other better that way was a really, really we knew good each thing. other really well beforehand yes but. <laughs> yeah but we still we didn't get engaged without knowing each other specify <laughs> that. we did not have an arranged marriage <laughs> <laughs> but no it was really that was an unexpected blessing yeah. it was just the, the ability to talk through things and do devotions on the phone during a difficult time and and then when you're You've had a couple, you know, lengthy bed rests during our, our marriage, and that has been difficult, but has also been really good for us knowing that we all we can do is rely on God. There's no way to fix the situation, and he's going to do it in his time, and he did. So the concept of waiting here, I think, is, is even though this arranged marriage thing is, is strange to us in our culture, the waiting involved is very universal. The other thing we talked about is just the benefit of having a spouse who supports you spiritually. Um, 
that's something Abraham specifies to his servant is go find Isaac, a, a wife that is going to support him spiritually. So what are your, your thoughts there? Oh, man, I have so and many remember, thoughts on keep, that one. Keep okay. It, keep it short. Keeping it short. Okay. okay. Um, well, I just, so when I, I remember when I was in like eighth grade and, no, I was in high school and the professor, you know, would say something about finding someone who is a believer mm-hmm. um, so that you could be supported. And I'm like, well, what about like, I want to... You know, I want to bring Jesus to other people, and of course, like, but man, I uh, I married a believer, you guys, and it like makes it's me everything I'm so like it, it's just so helpful when I'm you know messing up. You can remind me with um, a biblical like godly um, you know help like mm-hmm. get back on track, Carrie. Like, and it's not it's not just like you. It's your you're sharing with me God's message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, law, the being able to share law and gospel with each other um, to 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 say, okay, this is what God expects, and then when one of us falls short, like we do, to be assured or be assured by each other of God's grace and to forgive yeah. from a heart of that's been filled with God's love is is really really amazing. And then you know, when, when you you go through difficult times together, to be able to pull pull together and go through these. Go back to the promises of Scripture together. That that's such a powerful yeah. thing too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third and last concept for this Sunday school story is God's providence. Just the way that He brought all these things together. That the servant just happens to be at this well at the time that Rebecca is, and then the the faith again that Rebecca showed in being willing to go back. And we we do know later on that Rebecca and Isaac go through some difficult times as a couple. But ultimately, this is less of some sort of just romantic story from the Bible and more about the way that God brings two people together so the promise of the Savior can be carried out. So any thoughts yeah. there? Well, Melville had a couple. I don't know yeah. if you understood her thoughts. No, but I, um, I just really love how, like, we're just so, we just receive so many blessings mm-hmm. through faith. You know, like Rebecca had, that was pretty amazing faith, you know, to go to a foreign land with um, someone she didn't know to marry someone she had never met. Um, But she was a believer. She, you know, like just put her faith completely in God. And so many blessings came from that. It's yeah. just so Trust, cool. Trusting that God would be with her no matter, and leaving her family, you know, yeah. in an age without social media, without being able to text or call, you know, the, you know, being able to send a message to your family was going to be, a monumental task so just to leave and trust god's providence is pretty amazing okay um so moving on to worship the worship theme is faith that overflows with gratitude so a lot of thanksgiving in our worship the first lesson which i think i'm going to preach on is genesis 8 and it's an interesting one it's noah getting off the ark after that extended amount of time he spent on the ark and there's this you know imagine this parade of animals getting off the ark in our staff meeting yesterday, we just talked about the physical sensation of getting off of the ark to, to be in, you know, this sort of clean air to put your, your feet on, on steady ground, just realize you had made it, you'd survived. And Noah's immediate response is to offer um, a sacrifice of thanksgiving to God. So thoughts there? Yeah, I mean, it just, um, uh, the boys have a song they listen to. It's... Um, a joyful heart is good medicine, mm-hmm. and I was ex- trying to explain to them how, like, you know, what how what that means because it's kind of a lofty concept, yeah, abstract. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but 
the, when we have, like, when we identify, you know, just like these very, we call them simple blessings, but I mean, this is crazy, like mm-hmm. sunshine and rain and, you know, clean air. Um, when we recognize that, like, just daily, um, it just brings so much joy to our heart. And, like, you, that's good medicine. Like, mm-hmm. it helps you, it helps you throughout your day, throughout your life. Mm-hmm. Um, just being able to see that all the time. Sure. And in this case, Noah and his family realized that they had been spared after this awful disaster and that God had had made them promises uh, and kept those promises. Then the trust involved. So, you know, God allows them to take seven pairs of of certain animals off the ark, but then to immediately sacrifice some of them when you know these are, you know, there's, there's seven seven pairs of these things yet and to to trust that god is still going to provide for that that's pretty i hadn't really thought about that until i started looking through this this text again and then one of the kind of the neat grace moments in this text is god says never again will i curse the ground because of humanity even though every thought of their their heart every inclination is evil from the time you know that they're essentially they're they're born so it's it's an interesting thing that God is saying there is, I I'm love them. I'm not going to stop loving them. I'm not going to you know, do this sort of disaster ever again, even though they're still pretty awful. And I just was trying to think of like that. And I would never say this to you, but I was just trying to put this into like human terms. Like, I love you, but you are a terrible wife. <laughs> and again, I would, never say, I would never say that. But it's essentially what God is saying, right. which, which makes his grace even more. It's like, you are a terrible human race, but I love you, and I'm not going to stop And it just you. makes us so grateful for, yeah. like, what he, mm. like, wow. We don't have God fooled. God is so good. Like, he looks, you can see our hearts. He knows how dark yeah. and evil they are. And he's like, I'm, I love you anyway. I'm going to send Jesus to rescue you. Uh, last note there that maybe ties the this lesson and the Isaac and Rebecca lesson together, just God's providence at the end of our section of Genesis chapter 8, he says, I'm just going to keep the seasons turning. It's just his way of saying, I'm going to keep taking care of you. Uh, and a lot of that we don't see. Uh, we're not so much of a farm culture anymore. A lot of the production of food is is done away from our, our site. We just go to Kroger or Meyer, Aldi or Whole Foods or whatever and buy it. But that that's part of, that's a reason to be thankful too. You touched on that before, just seeing reasons to be thankful to God. All right, our gospel, which is the last thing we'll discuss for today, is Luke 17. Uh, the ten lepers, so a pretty well-known account. Jesus heals ten people of leprosy, ten men. Leprosy, a pretty awful disease at that time. Physically painful, uh, oftentimes fatal, but especially the mental, emotional aspect of it, that it was highly contagious, a skin condition. So you ended up living away from your family so that you wouldn't you know, expose them to that. You wanted to protect them, so living in what's called leper colonies. Jesus heals all 10. Uh, only one guy comes back to say thank you. So one of the things we talked about was thankfulness um, and recognizing God's gifts. Any thoughts there? Um, I mean, I, just, I guess I realize it's so easy to do. Um, you know, if I'm, not, if I'm not daily in my Bible, it's easy for me to, you know, throughout my day, whatever it is that I'm enjoying. So my car works mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it doesn't rain or it does rain, whichever one. Mm-hmm. The, if I'm not like daily in God's word, I forget to connect that. Yeah. Um, and I just take it for granted. And then I like stop and realize like, oh, wow. Um, mm-hmm. God just did this wonderful thing for me. Like, you know, uh, this, this student 
you know, really understood this concept. Like, that's so cool. Like, yeah. thank you, God. Right. Yeah, I think, um, so the, the nine go, the nine go to show themselves to the priest, which was something you were supposed to do when you thought you might be getting better with leprosy or even cleansed. And it just seems like they get so excited about this new life, leprosy free, that they forget to go thank Jesus. Uh, and only the one does. Um, so just thinking about how often we, we are so quick to ask God for something and we, we trust him that he'll hear us. Uh, prayer will be our focus of, of worship uh, the following week. But we're, we're so quick to ask God for things and then God is so kind in giving us those things. But so too often we get so excited about that new thing that God has given us that we, we forget to thank him. That thankfulness just gets crowded out of our mind by our happiness about enjoying these earthly things. And let's never fall into the trap of getting so focused on the gift that we forget the giver. Because that, that's the whole reason God gives us gifts in the first place, is that we might see him and know his love. Um, we have a, a hymn, uh, a newer hymn from the hymnal to sing this week. It's called, My Heart is Filled with Thankfulness. It's uh, one of the Keith and Kristen Getty songs. I just want to read you some of some, uh, the lyrics from the first verse. It really focuses on the spiritual gifts God has given us. It says, My heart is filled with thankfulness to him who bore my pain, who plumbed the depths of my disgrace and gave me life again, who crushed my curse of sinfulness and clothed me in his light and wrote his law of righteousness with power upon my heart. So really interesting, beautiful concepts there of... God plumbing the depths of our disgrace. So despite our evil and wickedness and our, our status as this, you know, God says in Genesis 8, this wicked human race, that God keeps finding us and, and uh, shows us grace and gives us reasons to be thankful. Some of the things I thought you could maybe, whether you're listening to this before church or after church on Sunday, to talk about with your family or to think about yourself, where did you see the theme in the service? So again, the theme is faith that overflows with gratitude. So in, in those readings, uh, and there is one more reading we didn't talk about today, but in those readings, where did you see that theme of gratitude reflected? Where did you see it in the hymns or the prayers? How, did, how does that theme of thankfulness get communicated? Another one is to make a list of 10 things God gave you this past week and specific things, not like, oh, food, you know, food is a gift, but like, okay, that great burger I had or that broccoli or cauliflower or whatever it is, not just, you know, this, this world that God gives us, but a specific aspect of nature that you enjoyed this last week uh, would be a good thing to do. Well, can any we, final thoughts? Yeah. Can we end with something we're grateful for? Sure. What you, do you, what you do you go first? Well, you can't spring the nami and just then force the nami. I'm grateful for you. Oh, I, I, no, that's too easy. As well, you're, I'm looking at you, and I'm literally very grateful for you. You're a great wife, and I, I like doing I'm this with you. I'm grateful for you, too. But also, I was thinking of how grateful I am for my Chromebook because it was really slow. But then I just restarted it, and it went fast again. Okay, so I was that's, really grateful. that's a very specific gift. So thank you, God, for technology that allows us to do this, too. Oh, full circle. Yep. See how we did that there? Mm -hmm. All right, that's it for this week. Uh, please, again... Let us know if you have any feedback. Uh, we got some good good comments this last week that kind of shaped how we did it this week. So please, we're, we're listening. All right, God bless. Bye. Bye.